0: It's a vibe. Welcome to another episode of the High Vibes Podcast. It is George Nava. I am here with y'all. Happy June. Happy Wednesday. Did you guys know? (laughs) Just right into it right <laughs> but um, I don't know if you guys knew this but June is men's mental health month I know if you take a look around especially with what we're watching what we're being shown too much too often in the past couple of weeks is pride month because it is pride month nothing against it but when one event is highlighted so much it trumps the other one which is men's mental health especially when you hear talks of these new terms that honestly did not exist previous to 2020 I want to say toxic masculinity when now it's That is now being also spoken about and included in the conversation, right? Because it's hard for people to speak about men's mental health without someone chiming in into automatically, sometimes, just calling it toxic masculinity because we're speaking about men. Well, that's exactly what we're going to speak about. It's Men's Mental Health Month. There's nothing wrong with Pride Month. I have godfathers and uncles. That are gay Um, I have friends that are gay nothing wrong with it to each their own honestly but I'm just highlighting what's not being spoken about more which is the men's side because we hear a lot of the disparity of unfair treatment and all that good stuff and I'm not even really trying to dive into that I'm really just pointing out facts which is about 77% of men have all experienced either depression, anxiety, mental health problems. Um, It says here that 40% of men have never spoken to anyone about their mental health. 29% of those who haven't done so say they are too embarrassed to speak about it, while 20% say there's a negative stigma on the issue and i can guarantee if you look around in your circle in your friend group or family members there's gotta be a few maybe at least one man that's not doing so well and you might you may not know it because for one you might have never asked this person might be the happiest out of the group they're usually the clown the class clown right the center of the att- center of attention, the person that's always checking in on everyone um, they might be the busiest person you know because they also use escape as a coping mechanism, and they throw themselves at their work, or you might see them maybe abusing alcohol, drugs, whatever escape that might help. But when you speak about men's mental health, the first thing that comes to mind for me specifically is the negative stigma around it. Because growing up, I actually was never allowed to cry, especially from a fight or any type of situation like that. As a matter of fact, I remember coming home from a fight. And I was crying, and my dad sent me right back out to fight the guy again. So I had to fight the guy again, and I got my ass beat again. But before I came home, I stopped crying first. Um, My dad was the type of person who also grew up not being taught about emotional intelligence and therefore he was never allowed to show emotions so he just did what he knew and he tried to pass it down with me well i was an emotional kid growing up so every time i got cried i got hit and then when i cried harder i got hit harder and it got it became one of those things that you were like trying to hold in your cry so much that you almost like start choking on your own like self i guess um you start making that you know you start making that look (coughs) you start making that sound like you're trying to not cry so that's how i grew up and essentially that turns into trauma and when that turns into trauma that stays with you and it keeps presenting itself in all sorts of ways until you learn it so now as an adult we're doing a lot of things that essentially leads back to what we did as children and trying to heal that part of us because essentially that's the only way to move forward and to not carry these types of burdens anymore but going back to that mental health part the negative stigma if that's how you grow up not being allowed to show any emotions using crying basically being told crying is a form of weakness and then that Causes all sorts of conflict in your head, because when you start to show emotions, are you being weak? But if you're being weak and you know, you're not weak. What is strong look like? Like all these questions, right? But the main thing is not being able to speak about it. And when you're no longer speaking about it, then it becomes a problem now because you're just stuffing it in you're just constantly shoving it down and when you're constantly shoving it down what do you essentially do you start escaping right whether it's alcohol drugs women work whatever hobbies that's that becomes unhealthy because you because any too much of a good thing or too much of anything becomes a bad thing too right so at that point Who are we supposed to talk to? Amongst ourselves? Well, what if in your friend group, it's also frowned upon? No one wants to talk about it. What if in your friend group, also showing emotions is the old school way? It's weakness. What do you do then? We just not talk about it. And when you not talk about it and you start becoming triggered all the time and reacting all the time and what does that essentially do because here's one thing when a man is not doing well he can absolutely destroy anything and everyone around him by what he does and sometimes when they're already acting in such way and destroying everything they might not even know any better so they just almost go on this free fall and it almost becomes this bottomless pit until you just become so depressed and now the demons start coming in and maybe you start talking yourself into maybe it's better in the next world maybe this damn life is too hard maybe i shouldn't even be here Maybe I should just grab some pills and shove it down my throat like what I did. shoved 40 something pills down my throat and the only thing that actually saved me was being obese and fat because I just got super high. But anyways, when you're now at that point of a bottomless pit of darkness, what do you do then? For me, I got lucky. I stayed alive. God said, it's not your turn yet which is now why I'm in such platforms like these, or speaking with my clients, or whatever stage, speaking about my experience. Because when I try to have it my way, I try to not be here, and I'm still here. So what do you do? For me, well, I started surrounding myself with the right things, for one, I started getting rid of people. I stopped talking to certain people. I started literally clearing the filter of my mind, because when you think of a mind that's being so polluted and so influenced negatively and this becomes all these demons that just you've invited in, how do you clear it out? Well, I look at it like this. It's like a dirty glass. Of water, it's all murky, but how do you clean it? You have to run it under a faucet with clean water, and essentially the murky water starts filtering out, right? It starts being replaced by that clean water. That's essentially what I had to do, and how do we do it? Well, it just becomes it's the habit. It's the habits of what we're doing now. There's no good or bad habits. They're just habits that serve us. So we need to find better habits that serve us better. And that was redundant. <laughs> you get my point. So I started listening to audiobooks. I started listening to motivational videos, watching motivational videos, reading books. And then from there, I started owning everything and start becoming more accountable because when you begin to become more accountable you start to grab some control back and when you have some control then you can change some things and you don't have to feel like everything is so out of whack like it's like there's this invisible force that you can't control that's always just trying to mess with you you begin to take some of your power back and then from there it became a practice, and that murky water started becoming clearer and clearer and clearer, and then I started, really, started surrounding myself with the right people. The law of association states, essentially, you are who you, who you surround yourself with. If you're surrounded with five criminals, guess who the sixth criminal is? You're surrounded by five entrepreneurs, five successful people, guess who the sixth person is? Law of association. I can officially say now that my circle is 100% exactly the circle I need it to be, that I want it to be. Not only that, but I'm constantly making an effort to go into circles where I feel a little insecure. Because for one, you never should be the smartest one in the room, you never should be the smartest one in the group. Iron sharpens iron, and we need to be constantly uh, sharpening it up by surrounding ourselves with other sharp mother efforts right so you begin to do better and you begin to just feel better but essentially just going back to mental health right it's mental health month for one who do you surround yourself with who are you talking to who are you taking advice from what are you watching because if it's just trash, then guess what's going to make its way into your mind? Trash. What are you listening to? Because even music has a lot to do with how we feel. With the things that we. I'm a, I'm a lyrics guy. If the lyrics don't make sense, it doesn't tell a story, it doesn't make me feel good, I'm not listening to it. It's trash. Not only that, but my car is essentially already a mobile classroom that I'm constantly listening to audiobooks. of my time is maybe music. Who do you have that you can absolutely be vulnerable with? Who can you let it all go to? Who's going, who, who do you have that gives it to you real? Which means if you're acting a fool, you're not acting to what you're supposed to be, which is your greatness, who calls you out? All these questions are very, very important questions because i tell you what, if you're able to answer these questions properly, you will see that your mental health can be so much better than what it is right now. You can see the improvements that you can immediately make by just answering some of these questions. We get so distracted with the crap of whatever protests or another mass shooting, you know, Rest in peace to that and to them. But this is what we're bombarded with, right? The new types of scams and schemes. The wars. (sighs) Look, here's, here's the one thing that I can say about it. There's over 7 billion of us. And out of that 7 billion, guaranteed a few will be pieces of absolute shit guaranteed a few will be bad and wars and all that guaranteed it will happen but the rest when you actually just look out improve your scope right zoom out I guess you will see that the average person out here is 100% willing to not only help you but also just be there for you if, if they must you will see the, the, the joy and, and with between neighbors how, the how people perfect example you will see that I will oh yeah. all right let me start over I was driving down the street and then right when I was about to turn I see two people pushing their car and for me, without hesitation, I pulled over. But it wasn't just me, though. Two other cars did it. And three of us got out. And now there's five of us pushing this car. That's what I mean. You'll see that people are out here literally not destroying each other. And so I call that a win. Because I do believe... Ah, Hobbes Leviathan. Gosh, Hobbes Leviathan. Which is... His theory was... Most people are evil. Basically, most people are evil and a few of them are okay. But for the most part, most most people are evil. That's, no, I honestly believe most of us are good. Most people are good. And in that ratio of over 7 billion of us, we could all be out here absolutely destroying each other, killing each other. All the people in power could just be sending nukes all over the place, right? But we're not. In some places, yeah, like I said, there's seven billion, but overall, overall, dude, go to Japan and tell me chivalry is dead. I challenge you, go to Japan and tell me you don't see the men absolutely just getting up on an automatically to to have a lady sit down or an elderly sit down or whatever it is. As a matter of fact, I literally watched an interview of a Japanese person who actually thought cheating, like infidelity, was like illegal. Like he thought you'd go to prison for it. So, if you are a man and you're listening to this, check on your mental health. When is the last time you filled your cup? When is the last time you did something new? When was the last time you acted out on impulse and helped the first person you wanted to help or Text the first person you thought about. One of the best things about not having social media for me is constantly hitting people up that will just randomly pop in my mind because they're they don't I don't have socials. So I literally will just tell them, like, hey, I just thought of you. Literally today. I have one of my boys that lives in LA and I literally told you I just told him love you, cupcake, because <laughs> it was like our, our nicknames back in high school. But I literally just told him I loved them just today. Why? Because I thought of him. I texted my other friend yesterday, why? Because I just thought of him. That's what we need to be doing, right? This life could be so much better than what it is if we actually just focus on ourselves first and make sure that we're okay before we go out in the world. Because pain is such a hot potato for some people that all the first thing they want to do is just pass it on to the next person but eventually I know more and more people will practice empathy and practice kindness because at the end of the day, isn't, isn't it such a simple concept to treat the next person how you would like to be treated? It's simple, it does not, doesn't mean all of us are doing it, right? But as far as, like I said, taking care of your mental health, checking on your happy friends, I was that happy friend. Checking in your funny friends. I was that funny friend. Checking in your friend that's always checking in on everyone else. I'm the one that's checking in on everyone else. Don't get, I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just literally saying I'm that guy. But thankfully, I am blessed with people that checks in on me. My wife is my number one person. That's making sure that my cup is full because I'm constantly trying to fill into others. So who are you surrounding yourself with law of association? I'll end it with this. Jim Carrey once said, before you diagnose yourself with depression, make sure you're not just surrounded with a bunch of assholes. Happy men's mental health month and happy pride month. Also, if you are a man and you have some pride, (laughs) but regardless, Let's not forget that man needs to be checked in on too. Keep your vibrations high. Talk to you soon. Love y'all.